feeling stuck sucks. It's disempowering. We feel isolated. And we may make decisions that don't serve us or our loved ones. Your coaches, Lada and Ryan, are here to help. Together, yes, that includes you. Let's get unstuck. This is the Fitwall Fusion Podcast. Hi and welcome to another episode of Fitwall Fusion with Ryan and Lotta. We're having our favorite again, which one is unhealthier? Episode 4, I believe, already. Part 4. Um, so, Ryan, are you ready to battle some foods again? Oh, yeah. Disappoint us and everybody else listening? And how? <laughs> is that what I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let us know if that's what we do. or That if guy's we... a real downer. <laughs> Lotta, you could start your own podcast, you know. <laughs> well, I'm not better with that. My clients don't like it when I tell them what's in stuff. Nobody wants to know. But you will know after we talked about these ones to come. Let's start. Rye, would you let us know, please, if you would say cereal or bacon and eggs is more unhealthy? Oh, boy. This one is going to split the audience because <laughs> yes because we have vegetarians and vegans versus meat eaters in the first well not just idea. that it's more about childhood memories what not many children have childhood memories of eating bacon and eggs every day or whatever it is they a lot of people eat cereal cuz it's easy it's obviously super easy everyone loves it there's always a flavor you can give people um but it's not, I don't think it's great for anyone, especially when you look at the volume, the amount you eat. I don't know about you, Lada. You um, grew up in Germany and you ate cereal as well. But did you eat? But not What like kind that. of cereal did you eat? Well, it was more that type of granola. It had some dried fruits in it. My mom did not buy any of that sugar stuff. So... Um, you know, the, the common cereals that people think of. No, it was the other ones, which if you actually look at the label, they're still not great. But it was more the ones, you know, with the steel cut oats and uh, dried fruits, um, nuts and stuff in it. But I didn't eat that every day. I had phases. Sometimes it was bread. Yay. If you listen to the other episodes, look up bread. So not much better. So either bread or, um, yeah, sometimes sort of cereal. I don't know if you call that cereal even. Maybe granola? Uh, you, yeah, we'll categorize it because people, there's cereals that call themselves that too because it seems healthier. But I've seen some really sugary granolas. Well, the end effect, regardless of how much sugar is added, is everything in there is super high in carbohydrates. It's, it's so good though with the crunchiness. It's, it's often just lots and lots of starch. Um, your body has to do a lot of work to break that down what's it what's it breaking it down to sugar ultimately um, there are nutrients in there for sure but often the stuff is really cooked and baked and you know it's there's nothing really raw or very natural in there that's why it can just sit on the shelf for months at a time and it's there's no problem there right that's true they all do 
They all do. They sit there. And I've never seen there. them going moldy or bad. You've never... I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe it used to happen more, but you could end up with what seemed like a little bit old, whatever, box of cereal. But for but the most part, But they would just get no. like stale or... Yeah. Yeah, but to get stale takes a long time. It's not like there's anything, any mold growing in there or anything like that. So, yeah, this is a... What you're consuming for breakfast, if you're having cereal and milk, is a highly preserved product that's very high in carbohydrates. And if your diet is okay with carbohydrates, if you're about to... If you're a runner or something or you're an athlete, you know, you're going to burn a lot of those carbohydrates off. Maybe it's better. It's still not great fuel at all, but maybe it's better because at least you're going to burn it off rather than just storing it as fat. So, yeah, um, if you're struggling with weight loss and you eat cereal every morning, I mean, you don't even want to start looking at anything else. That's probably the number one culprit because it also triggers the chain reaction for the rest of the day, the hunger comes around 10 a.m. and then there's the snack with lots of carbohydrates and then by lunch you're starving again so you get a big lunch with carbohydrates uh, french fries whatever it is and then you get coffees and you just keep going so that's one reason i'm not a big fan of cereal that's true personally it doesn't last very long for me and a lot of the people that i know that snack in between meals they would have something like um, cereal or oats or something like that, like very high in carb breakfast. And then no wonder they, they're hungry two or three hours after. I Personally, I can't do it either. And this, this brings me back to in another episode, I mentioned if you get that sensation of wanting the next mouthful before you've even chewed the first, there's something wrong. There's something going on with that product that's, stimulating you to the point where you want to do that that's un that's unnatural so you said bacon and eggs right yeah that's the other one so let's just say a regular package of bacon um and a couple of eggs whatever just the sunny side up so i suppose you don't need to add any oil or butter or anything extra because the bacon the fat from the bacon can cook the eggs maybe is that yeah, that's yeah, what I don't know what most people do. Maybe they are they add butter as well. I'm not sure how people cook their bacon and eggs, but I find there's enough fat coming out of the bacon to cook the eggs without burning them. No, I think uh, they don't use because most people I've seen cooking bacon, they actually um, drip them off with like paper after to remove some of the oil. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So bacon's high in fat, of course. It's pork and it's highly preserved um look at the package where it says contains contains or something is bold that's because that's considered like an allergen or something that a lot of people have had reactions to so it's a product warning so when something when a product says contains it doesn't usually mean it's a sales point if it's on the back of the product it's something they have to put on there if it's on the front and they're like, oh, zinc and folate, whatever, sure, they're trying to sell that. But if it's on the back in bold in the ingredients, then it's a warning like, hey, watch out. Maybe Google this ingredient. Yeah, so, the only ever warning that's on the front is on tobacco packages. <laughs> never food. I've never seen anything where they're warning you of any ingredients inside. Right. And so, they should with a lot. So if the bacon didn't have that kind of preservative, 
go ahead and slice, buy a ham, or not even a ham, sorry, buy any raw piece of pork that's unprocessed and cut it open and leave it open for a bit. It'll turn gray very, very quick. Do you ever see gray bacon at the store? No. <laughs> no, you actually see some strong colors. And you Pretty. see an incredible amount of juice surrounding it, right? The package is sealed around the edges, but there's tons of juice. That's the preservative sealing it. But you're cooking and eating that too. And again, if you Google these ingredients, some people consider it to be carcinogenic, cancer-causing at a certain temperature, things like that. So if you had this every day, let's say you had this every day instead of your cereal, that bacon can be great because it's high in fat and it's obviously high in protein and it's going to satiate you a lot better than the cereal. But bacon, if you're not careful what kind of bacon you buy, I think is just as bad, almost as bad as cereal. Eggs, great. Protein, cholesterol, all the, all the stuff you want, including the egg yolk. Again, my opinion, you want the whole thing. It's, there, it's meant to work together. It's always meant to work together if it's natural. Um, so you get a couple eggs, you get bacon, you've got a huge amount of your protein intake already. So you're set up for your day better with that than with the cereal, which doesn't really have that much protein relative to it. And that's why they call things fortified. They, they start adding things. They add minerals and stuff because they know that these foods deplete you. you they're leaving you nutritionally depleted after your breakfast so they have to fortify and add all these things and then you're adding milk to the cereal right so that's that's protein but again i think we talked about milk in another episode I believe. if not trust me i'm going to talk about milk a lot <laughs> yeah yeah you talked about the milkshake yeah milkshake yeah your standard pasteurized milk is going to some would say is is a is going to trigger potential acidity which eventually leads to osteoporosis which ironically is why people drink milk to prevent osteoporosis but if you don't drink the right milk maybe look into the research on it and see what milk the end effect of what milk does in your body and what you how your body might have to leach calcium from your bones to uh to process it that's so funny because I, most of the time, I didn't eat my whatever cereal. I already mentioned it's different. I ate it with the yogurt, actually. Now, yogurt is just as processed most of the time. But if you had a really good yogurt, that'd be a pretty good um, deal as well. But it's it's a whole different type. Like the, the Pop-Tarts or Crunchy Pops or whatever it's called. What did you get in America? <laughs> I don't I don't Crunchy. even know. <laughs> um, wouldn't that be good? Sure, sure. Um, good name, good name. Those ones, I don't think they go very well with uh, yogurt, to be honest. Yeah, yogurt's great. I mean, I would, if you want to upgrade your cereal, add a bit of yogurt. It's, I find it, it's harder to consume that much yogurt relative to yeah. milk. And so you'd eat less. The 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 bacteria has consumed some of the lactose sugars and at least converted things and pre-processed it for you converted the the nutrient content and density so if yeah. you're more hardcore you could also do it in kefir but but backing up here and saying what you know if a bowl of cereal with milk is standard standard whatever brand common brand and the regular cheap bacon 
with a couple basic eggs. Again, those eggs also are going to, uh, those chickens were probably fed soy and other stuff that they're not meant to be eating. And they might, uh, those eggs might also not be the healthiest of the eggs. You know, if they're not rich and orange, almost red, like really dark orange, and also the consistency of the egg. If you break it and try to make uh, poached eggs, for example, and it just splatters in the water, it, that depends on the age of the egg. But it also, it's the integrity of the protein. that, And then you're putting protein in your body that has no integrity. How do you expect your body to be recreated out of that with some integrity? So, so yeah. You really all, have all, to, sorry. Go ahead. Well, you really have to look at of course, if we're looking at the baseline, like the most standard product you can get that most people are consuming, they're both pretty bad. And then you have to see, because I know some people, they tell me if I would have to eat something so heavy in the morning, like bacon and eggs, I would I would almost throw up. So somebody like that could actually have a better quality cereal granola whatever you want to call it that has less sugar maybe with some yogurt just make it a better one with some fruit but the the problem with the bacon i see is that we looked a lot because we love bacon and we did uh, like a self-experiment almost trying to eat it every day there's almost no bacon that we found that had no preservatives in it so it's a hard one it can't really be done that's the problem yeah um it's, unless you um you have access to the actual unless um, you're meat. the one who gets it but here in my opinion is the winning argument for why bacon and eggs are better hit it right what's it <laughs> tell us because you spend the time to cook them yourself now just even if they're not great the fact that you spent that time to cook it yourself means you might replace that time to cook something else for breakfast another time Oh. With the cereal, you're using it as a convenience product. How you do something is how you do everything. If you go to cereal, you're going to go to granola bars, which are basically dry cereal, as your snack. And then for lunch, you're going to get something breaded, whatever's fast and easy, a sandwich. Then you're going to maybe order food more. And then you're going to have somebody else cook your food as much more. But then when, but when you're interactive with your food... You're creating a different experience and you might want to do that more. Just even if you didn't cook the greatest quality thing, it might trigger this cascade effect where you start purchasing, I don't know, fresh vegetables to cook with and shifting it up. And maybe uh, in with the bacon and eggs, you make cauliflower on the side. and Or you switch up the meat, make something some else in the garlic and onions, you yeah. know, you, you get some uh, spices, you start profiling the flavors and there we go. Oh, I see where you're getting there. That's so does a... that win the argument for bacon and eggs or do you sure. disagree? No, no, I agree. Um, let's uh, move on to the next thing, which is very interesting because it's pancakes versus donuts. And we realized once we discuss the ingredients a little bit, pretty much it's the same thing, funny enough. Um, just that most people wouldn't say that you eat a donut for breakfast. I mean, I know some people do, but pan apparently pancakes is okay to eat for breakfast and then a donut is a sweet thing. But if you really look at it, both is dough. It's deep fried dough. 
and then you have some crazy sugary topping on top. It's inverted. So whatever the <laughs> filling of the donut is, you just put it on top of the pancake and called it a pancake. Uh, but, you know, you put all the sweet, sugary, berry sauce. It's the exact same ingredients you would shove into a donut and call it raspberry flavor. It's it's pretty funny in the end. I mean, I've, I have seen people eating savory donuts, like with eggs and have spinach or something inside. But that's very that's very rare. I don't think yeah, many people do that. We're not talking about that. The common... The yeah, common... the common pancakes are like with maple syrup, which is sugar. Um, and what else do people put on their oh, pancakes? Oh, they, they put like uh, jam. Jam, chocolate which sauce. Which is just uh, fruit and sugar. Chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely this liquid chocolate sauce, which is very high in sugar. Something super sweet on top. Maybe Nutella or something like that. Um, so things like that could go on your, on your pancake. And a donut usually comes with some sort of glazed and chocolate and all these things so ingredient wise um as we realize there's almost no let's keep it with almost but what i really want to say is no there's no nutrients to this it's so we're only having gluten so you might react to the gluten that you're eating we're gonna have deep fried so if you buy both pancakes and donuts they're both not um self-made you're gonna get the common oils and we touched on oils a lot in all these episodes then on top you're getting a lot of sugar you're getting preservatives most likely because your donut stays pretty fluffy if you come to a store later in the day it's still pretty fluffy and has an, its integrity it didn't get all hard and from my experience if you buy a better quality bread that gets the first day it's delicious, it's super moist, but during the day it already sort of hardens up and at least a day after, it's pretty um, it's pretty hard and well, dry already. Lucky for these companies, sugar is a pretty good preservative yeah, on its true. own. Yeah, that's true, way more than bread. So, And then on top there, this, I'm not sure if, I'm assuming there's a lot of um, artificial flavoring as well in there. There might be... There'd be something to give the consistency of like a creaminess, like a high fat, but it could be a, a cheaper alternative like soy lecithin or something to give that consistency. Like you've put like thick butter, for example, on top. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I suppose if you're having your pancakes, at least you might take from a stick of butter and put it on your pancake. Otherwise, with the donut, you're leaving somebody to make a concoction of ingredients that creates the illusion of butter well i think most people if they actually make their pancakes at home a lot of people do a pre-done batter i would say at least then you could choose to use a better oil you know you could actually use a more of an olive oil or or use your butter or coconut oil so you could do something better there and then you could choose to have something like real fruit on your pancakes other than the other things. So your donut can potentially be a bit more dangerous. I'd say if you look at one pancake versus one donut, I'd say the donut is worse. But then how many pancakes do people usually eat? Boom, you got it. I mm -hmm. agree with you. Because I would say I don't think many people eat more, way more than one or two donuts, but... Pancakes, you can eat a lot of them because you just don't feel satisfied. When we made those little pancakes, yeah, we, we had quite a bit. But hold on, Lada. When mm -hmm. you buy donuts, unless you go to some fancy donut place, True, they you're come. never going to get one. Mm, yeah, you can. 
Dunkin' Donuts in Germany lets you buy one. Maybe that's just because no, no, no. Germany. You can buy one donut, but what I mean is, oh, if like you're the... at the grocery store and you're grabbing donuts, oh, yeah, yeah. You, there's never going to be one for sale. It's like four, six, true, ten. And then if you have that box and you know eventually that box is going to go bad, that box you're going to have be, more, right? Because we get in instinct mode and we look for the highest source of carbohydrate, instant energy when when we crash and we go there it is a lot of you and i do it right mm-hmm. anything that's super high in sugar in the fridge whatever it is we find a way to use it up if there's honey we find a way to pour it on something it's just the way we we operate yeah it's just a survival instinct so i guess if you really want to look at it both are pretty bad unless you take some conscious alterations to it and make it a little bit better and to be fair your pancake has more chance of being potentially a little bit more healthier because you can do some alterations and if you do that better by yourself boom you got a lot you really improved yourself a lot you can make really nice ones with bananas nut butter stuff like that you control how much sugar goes in it you can make it a lot better yeah, but again, we're going back to the store-bought standard exactly. stuff. Exactly, and they're. So who wins then? Is it a tie? <sighs> I think. I'd the, almost say a tie. I think the donuts are worse because it's a box. That's all. Okay. Just yeah, me. sure. I guess even even one or two pancakes in one meal would, uh, and I guess that's what most people eat. So yes, that versus a whole box, which you might consume over a day. Sure. We'll give the donut. Uh, we'll give the pancake a tiny, 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 tiny win. Very. Be- tiny. And because you're probably gonna put butter on it. Yeah. Hopefully you're and using some other oil. I don't or... think butter's the best, but it's still it's better than like I said the concoction of ingredients that imitate butter because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And then once you just eat more, man, one donut just wants another donut. We we were there. Ah, oh, that was crazy. Um, okay, right. Next one. Sausage versus steak. Okay, so now we're not talking about a hot dog like we've talked about. We're talking about a sausage which has a casing. And uh, it's usually a mixture of meats or it's just pork, depending on the type of sausage and the quality. And what was the other one, Lotta? Cake? Steak. Oh, I'm like, that's a really weird thing to compare. (laughs) Steak. Steak. Okay. So I think this one's a, this, well, actually, you know, for me, it's a no brainer, but I think some people would actually be like, oh, this is going to be a tie. I'm heavily on the side of the steak, not because I'm a big red meat fan, but because it's just purely cut out freshly from an animal and what is a sausage why did sausages come about for the need to preserve and use additional parts of an animal that weren't desirable same with hot dogs because there's still protein because which is expensive and fat and all that um so putting that in there when when you cut it open anything like like steak or something you're starting to oxidize things so because it's being oxidized you have to preserve it or else it's going to be rotten really fast so that um 
sausage is highly preserved, just like deli meats. And that casing is probably not a natural casing where, and you you can tell the difference when you eat a sausage and you bite into it and it snaps, it snaps like it's super tight and you actually hear that snap. That's real sausage casing. The casing, the real casing comes from the animal. The other casing is just an artificial version of the casing. So if you bite into a sausage and it doesn't snap, it's probably just some casing that they've created. If you want to see what that really is, look at the ingredients of the sausage and you'll figure out, oh, wow, it's all these things I've never heard of. So sausage to me is like eating a bunch of slices of deli meat just in a different shape. Now, there's different qualities, and I'm sure a German like you would disagree that there's some amazing sausages, amazing quality, but we're talking... I'm talking about what you get at the lower price. Mm-hmm. To get the real stuff, we both know how much you've had to pay for a real bratwurst or, you know, something. Or the white wurst, yeah. Yeah. The, the Even though real... I haven't looked at those ingredients in a while, I um, I might be surprised. So there's a hint. If your sausages are just as cheap as hot dogs, they're very close to hot dogs in the way they were made. And preservatives, they're really, it's not good for your body at all. You don't want your body to be taking in those preservatives and rebuilding your cells based on that. Well, also see how you feel. Maybe you eat so many preservatives, you're not sensitive to it yet. But if you've done like an, elimin- an elimination diet or you've cleaned out your diet and then you consume that, like when we do, we, we immediately see the consequences of it and what it is doing in our body. Yeah, so I would always say that a pure meat even if it's not the greatest source, you still have to look out, you know, like that animal probably had some sort of uh, medicine, medication in them. There's all kinds of stuff that you still don't want in there. But I still think because that other meat is just going to be the same, plus added preservatives and coloring and whatever, the other meat is still better. However, make sure that your meat that you're buying doesn't have an ingredients list. I did that mistake and um, it's not great. The second uh, you have an ingredients list for your meat and it says like sugar and all kinds of stuff in there, you're having the equivalent of a sausage. It's, it's the same thing. It's yeah, processed. You're back to deli, deli or worse. meats. Yeah. So yeah, if you're talking a steak, even if it's a cheap steak, it was something that was likely freshly cut if it has no ingredients because it's going to go gray. You'll know. And yeah. if, you're, if you're shopping and you see that the colors are, are changing on the meats, then you know that that is a fresh product that doesn't have all this stuff that's go, trying to keep it on, on the shelf that way. So that's actually a good sign, I feel. But again, a lot of people don't like steak. They feel red meat's bad for them. Well, uh, you could do the same with pork. There's also people that say pork's not great for you. You could do the same with chicken, but we're just saying that the meat that is um, just the meat is generally better for you. So it's also better if you stay away from that pre-marinated oh, steaks. Yeah, yeah that's so if a you good have point. marinated meat, stay away from that because if you look at the ingredients, all it's doing again, it's adding flavor. You have it's a, a trick. It's yeah. a trick to preserve it, and calling it marinade is just means that they weren't going to be able to sell it before it went bad. So they've created a diversity of products, which every store loves showing diversity. That's why all the colors are like insane when you go to the grocery store. 
and it's highly preserved, so people don't have to buy that one for a week. The fresh steak, though, if they just cut fresh steak, they'd have a hard time because they wouldn't have enough people probably to buy that one. Yeah, so, and those mar- those marinade again has a sugar preservatives, um, maybe even artificial flavor, a lot of things that again you don't want. So that's why the steak in our eyes is a better choice because you're getting a product without those preservatives and all these things. Well, like like I often mention, just take a step back, boil it down to what is your intention. Your your intention is to consume protein of some sort that's why you bought a sausage or a steak you are a meat eater so why don't you eat what's better and less and has less ingredients in it and uh, choose the the more real food of the two and it really comes down if you if you're not sure what to go for a good indicator is always go for the lesser ingredients and look out for the the worst things that um, you want to avoid are those oils, the salts that people add, and um, the white sugars. Those, If you're trying to cut those three out, you're already way better off. Eat the least processed, eat as much fresh as you can do and where you actually recognize what it was. Because if you see a steak that's just cut off, you're actually seeing, you might not know which part it is from, but you're seeing what it is, you're seeing the meat. Whereas with a sausage, you don't actually see necessarily what it was. You're not seeing meat and how it is. Any product that is completely consistent in color and consistency has been processed. From anybody who's ever worked on farms, I've worked on tons of farms. If you get any natural product in any way, it is not going to be completely consistent. Fruit, it's all all the same. There's something... You know, there's a layer around the of wax around the fruit to make it shiny. There's just always this, these tricks being played for consistency. There's, there's never any holes in your apples because pesticides were sprayed on them. If you work on an organic apple orchard, you're gonna eat some worms <laughs> because yeah. every third Extra apple, protein. every third apple is gonna <laughs> have worms that went through it. No, but that's actually a good point. If you go to a farmer's market, anything like that. So just look at what type of products you find there. You know, your apples might look very funky compared to what you find in the grocery stores, your vegetables. And that's the kind of stuff you really want to consume. Talk to a farmer because guess what? They're so, they do it all day. They're passionate about it. They'd love to share. They're not going to just try to spew it out on everybody who comes up to them. But if you just ask them, like, not in some aggressive way, like, what's the difference? Even if it's not organic, it's like, how do you, how do, how do the people who sell to the big stores do it? They'd probably have a lot of stories to tell you. Yeah. And we're not saying that you need to switch everything ASAP, but just, you know, try to eat whole foods, try to eat as close to what the fruit foods actually are. And then if you want, eat some other stuff and just notice how it makes you feel. I just had this example. I did a wrong I bought some wrong meat, actually, it accidentally had some ingredients in it, and uh, I was ready to kill myself this morning. It was really bad, and um, feeling better now, and uh, that's because usually we don't eat that kind of stuff. So I would feel the the impact of some bad ingredients really fast. So at the end of this episode, what's on our plate today? 
bacon and eggs. <laughs> yes. A pancakes and yes. a steak. Oh, pretty heavy Those meat. don't go that well. I don't think you're going to put your, um, you know, I don't think you're going to put your maple syrup. Oh, some people put maple syrup on steak. Oh, boy, but I find that so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not too bad, though, today. At least um, you could sort of separate those two, make a little pile of meat, and then put the pancakes on the side. And if you're tired of us picking ridiculous uh, things to put up against each other... (laughs) Or just meats. And thinking, what in the world? Like, these are ridiculous concepts. Please just check the links in the description and send us a note, either a voice note or a note saying, like, hey, guys, like... Why don't you do these ones? <laughs> yes, please. And we're also looking to some um, to do some on mindset and even movement. As what what would be the example of that? Uh, smoking versus drinking. Yeah, so that would be a, a good uh, example or and movement. You could ask like uh, running versus uh, sprinting, something like this. Or yeah, cardio versus heavy weights, something like that. Yeah, so we would love your input because otherwise it's gonna go in a similar direction yeah we're steering this ship (laughs) (laughs) all right we hope you enjoyed our um this version of which one is unhealthier and you'll tune in to the next because we still have more on the list there's gonna be number five yeah thanks for listening bye thank you so much for being here if you enjoyed the podcast please leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. There is more to us than the podcast. Your community awaits you in our free Facebook group. Click the link in the description to join the conversation now. You can also follow and connect to us on social media. Thank you again so, so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and support. With love, Lada and Ryan.